Well, hello, and welcome to another edition of the e-commerce evolution podcast. I'm your host, Brett Curry, CEO of OMG Commerce. And man, have I got a treat for you. Uh, the guest today is highly esteemed. This episode of the e-commerce evolution podcast is brought to you by OMG Commerce. Hey, that's my company. Uh, OMG Commerce is the primary underwriter of the e-commerce evolution podcast, and we're excited to do that, excited to bring this content to you. A quick offer from OMG Commerce. We are a Google Premier Partner, so we're in the top 3% of all Google partners, one of the fastest growing in the world last year. Uh, if you would like a second set of eyes on your Google campaigns, whether that's Google Shopping, Search, YouTube, Remarketing, or the like, we would love to talk to you. Love to schedule a strategy session. Love to look at your campaigns and provide ideas for improvement. Also, Amazon. We would love to talk to you about your Amazon ad strategy and have an Amazon audit for you, uh, complimentary for listeners of the e-commerce evolution podcast. Our Amazon department is led by Mr. Chris Tyler to find out more about the way we approach Amazon campaigns. Go back and check out episode 39 as we do a deep dive and look at Amazon advertising. But we would love to help you with either of those traffic sources. And so if you're interested, go to omgcommerce.com, click on any of the services, and there's a quick form to fill out right there. And now back to the show. I've only had the guest, this particular guest on a few times on the podcast. Every time he comes on the podcast, people demand more. People request more of this guest and more of this guest. And um, so I'm breaking down and I'm saying yes. And I'm getting this guest back on the podcast. But that is my business partner, co-founder of OMG Commerce, Mr. Chris Brewer. Chris, how's it going, man? Wow, what a spectacular I always love it when you call me esteemed. Esteemed? Yes. I don't even know what that word means, but it sounds good. Like I heard it somewhere. Um, so I think I think it applies to you. So it's good. Uh, it's, it's great. But in all seriousness... Esteem, I esteem my shirts every morning before I come into work. So... <laughs> oh, no. I'm just going to fly right past that. Uh, uh, for those who don't know Chris, he wields puns like nobody's business. And really, he has no business doing it, but he but he does. Uh, so I'm sure you'll, you'll get some of those uh, as this podcast goes on. But in all seriousness, um, one of the last podcasts you and I did together, I think it was like uh, 10, 10 growth factors, 10x factors for e-commerce, one of the most downloaded episodes in show history. So con- congrats to you, Chris. I need to get you on here every every week. Uh, and the show uh, All right. We've got, a, we've got to space things out so that we get the anticipation Factor. Yeah, yeah. People are like, "Hey, could this next episode be the one that Chris Brewer is on?" They're like, "No," but I'll I'll, I'll keep waiting. So right. we're digging into a really important topic. You know, in the e-commerce space. Most of us, you know, we kind of live and die by the holiday season, or at least it's a, a great time of year for us. Certainly, we have some B two B clients and other clients that are not that seasonal. But for most of us, holiday is the time to rock and roll. It's the time to make hay to use that analogy. And so we're going to talk about how to be prepared for the holidays, how to make sure you get the absolute most from this season when really everybody's looking to buy, right? There's huge buyer intent. Basically, everybody on your site is looking to, to buy something. And, it, you know, all that buyer intent is condensed into that shopping window. So it's a beautiful time to make a lot of money and to grow your business. But how do you get prepared? And so we're going to break this down. We're going to talk about different ad campaigns. We're going to talk about uh, 
several different channels on how to prep and just giving you tips and insights that we've seen from our, you know, uh, years and years in business what we've seen from other successful e-commerce companies. And so with that, let's dive right in. So let's start with, with Google ads. And I think this is an appropriate place, Chris, because we're, we, we've been known as, you know, Google ads agency for a long time. We're a premier partner with Google. And so this is what we've done for, for decades at this point, uh, collectively and individually. Um, Let's talk about a few things. So as we're moving into this holiday shopping window, everybody's buying, you know, you, you can look at Google trends and, and for particular keywords or search terms, volume spikes, you know, starting in November and especially beginning of December and things like that. So how do you get ready? How do you make sure your campaigns, your, your search ad campaigns are ready for the holidays? And so just a couple of tips here. So I know for you, Google ads may not be the biggest source of traffic. So we're going to be talking about a lot of, different uh, channels here on, on the podcast. But uh, a couple things to keep in mind is, is one, make sure your branded campaigns are maxed out. Meaning when someone is searching for you by name, make sure your branded campaign is maxed out. So a couple things we look for, we, we look for things like search impression share. And what that means is uh, the number of times or what percentage of time does your ad show up when someone searches for a particular keyword. So you can imagine if it's someone searching for you by name, you want to show up like 100% of the time or close to it because you want to be visible every time someone searches your name. Around the holidays, this is critical, one, because everyone is wanting to buy, but two, because that's the time when your competitors may try to sneak in and bid on your name. So be watching your brand campaigns, look at the search impression share, make sure you're maxed out on budget. Uh, you don't want to miss opportunities or have a competitor swoop in and potentially disrupt a sale or steal a sale because your branded campaigns are not are not maxed out. Now, yeah, one one bigger. thing on that, Brett, the I take a lot of the inbound like inquiry calls around here, and like you said at the top of the podcast, we're going to be talking about some other kinds of traffic. So one example of that is we get a lot of people that call and they're wanting to talk about us about Google because they're only running on Facebook and Instagram, for instance. And they'll say things like, well, I have a little bit of Google running. I got like my branded campaigns running, but I kind of keep those at a low budget because of these factors or, or they just don't check on it that often. And, and if you're one of those folks out there, take Brett's advice on looking at those brand campaigns, making sure that you've got plenty of budget available in there because as you're ratcheting your spend up, on those other marketplaces, it's automatically going to pass through to Google. And if you've left your branded campaign budget on this kind of maintenance level budget and missed that, you could be missing out on quite a few transactions. Yep. Yep. As, as, as those search volumes in some cases for some keywords, search volume doubles or triples or goes up 10x. We've seen that for things like uh, gift keywords and, and things along those lines. So, so gift for... 10 year old, things like that. Those, those searches spike by up to 10 X, you know, around the holidays, your branded terms will increase as well. So making sure you're not limited by budget, making sure you're bidding enough to show up at the top of the page for those search terms, all super duper important. Now, another thing I'd recommend is you want to look at, Hey, what are my top products? And do I have top product campaigns in search and in shopping to make sure that, Hey, anytime someone is searching, for something category related about my product, am I showing up for that? So top products 
Again, you're going to want to look at search impression share. You want to make sure you're not limited by budget. You want to make sure you're bidding enough. So getting those top product campaigns ready is really important. Because one thing we, we see, Chris, is that in around the holidays, you know, your cost per click in some areas may go up by 30%, sometimes more. So you need to be ready for that. Now, the good news is conversion rates go up in step with that and sometimes even more. So you're going to be more profitable, more volume, all that. But be prepared for higher CPCs because everybody's bidding up. And so you need to, too. Uh, you need to bid up as well to stay uh, competitive. Yeah, a- absolutely. And the, the other thing that you want to do, and, and I think... You know, this, this seems pretty logical, but I'm confident this is overlooked that we get so focused on what's going to happen in the 2018 shopping season that we failed to look back on what happened in 2017. What were the top sellers in November and December that maybe surprised me last year? And as long as those things are still trending or still popular and useful, you may want to make sure that you're kind of doubling down on the top products, even from those prior seasons, if it is indeed something that surprised you or maybe something that was outside the norm. And the other thing that I'd like to bring up on that as well, while we're talking about double checking is to double check and triple check your product feed. So if you're using Google Shopping, all retailers really should start evaluating your product catalog really months in advance, but there's still time to double check that and evaluate that. And so as those holidays get closer, you need to really continuously monitor that, double check the data and the products that you're going to be selling during the holiday season. So you don't have something that you thought was good, but for whatever reason, it's not in your product feed and you miss out on those sales. Really good insights, Chris. And and it's super critical that you pay attention to Google Merchant Center. So Google Merchant Center, that's where your product feed lives. That's where uh, Google gets the information they need to build your product listing ads, your Google Shopping ads. And so you have to be on top of that. Log into Google Merchant Center every day during the holiday season. Set up alerts. Uh, You want to make sure your top products don't suddenly go missing from your feed. Things like that have happened. Maybe there's an image issue in the feed. Maybe Google has a crawl issue. Uh, the way we've heard it talked about with a lot of our clients is, you know, every day of peak holiday shopping season can be like a, a week or two weeks uh, uh, the rest of the, the year. So, so having a product down for a day or two could be catastrophic. So be looking at your Google Merchant Center and, and set up alerts there to be notified uh, as well. So be, be uh, watching that. The other thing that, that I would consider, even if you don't do this the rest of the, the year, Maybe build out a campaign where you're targeting gift-related keywords. So maybe you have campaigns for for some of your categories. You know, if you sell shoes, you had a product, you had a catalog or uh, a campaign rather. Uh, easy for me to say, a campaign for for boots and one for sneakers and one for dress shoes. But then you you also maybe create a campaign that's gift-related, and and so now you're you're targeting gift-related search terms and gift-related keywords. That way you can you can craft the copy be speaking about gifts and maybe discounts and incentives and, and things like that. So uh, think about, you know, making sure you've got good coverage on gift-related search terms. That's going to be important around the holidays as well. And then uh, I think this is huge. I think you, you, you should spend some time here. This is going to apply to other channels as well, but we'll talk about it on the Google ad side first. Remarketing campaigns making sure you're maximizing your remarketing efforts. And so a couple of things you want to do here is one, 
make sure your lists are are being built and being built correctly. And so, you know, are, are you building, of course, you know, the all users list, but, but some other ones too that, that Chris will talk about in a minute. But make sure you're building out those remarketing lists because the way we like to look at remarketing is, you know, you know of course, you, you can run remarketing for cart abandoners and things like that, which you should continue to do in, around the holidays. But also look at your remarketing list like an email list. So if you've built up a remarketing list and hopefully you have some with longer durations, like even up to a year, where maybe someone hasn't bought uh, from you for a year or so, but they're on your, your long duration remarketing list, hit them up with, with some ads promoting holiday deals and holiday specials. And this is the time of year to remind people of what you're doing. So as you come with your promotional calendar and as you come with your email promotion, which we'll talk about email in a little bit, you, know, you want to do a lot of those same things with your remarketing list. So treat that remarketing list almost like an email list and let everyone know about what you're doing around the holidays. What else do you have to say about remarketing on Google Ads, Chris? Well, I think, you know, some of this is good advice in, in general. Um, and I think most of the people, a lot of people listen to this podcast are, are advanced e-commerce store owners. But if, if you're just getting started and maybe you just have a, a basic list or an all-user list or you're just doing some dynamic remarketing, when you're configuring your remarketing list for the holidays, look at your membership duration in that list. So if you're normally having maybe a 30-day membership duration, maybe you cut that down to 15 days or 7 to 10 days. So you get those tighter windows during that, that holiday season. And then I encourage you to go deeper than the, the basics. You know, Google Analytics has data on just about any and every metric that you can imagine. And so think about remarketing based on your site search queries, the things that people are typing in, searching for uh, there on your site. And now you're going to have to make sure you've got a solid amount of traffic for this. And these are the things, topics that come up a lot in on-site search. So you can literally target everyone who searched for specific queries on your site and then deliver them that exact content or related content, uh, content to them. And those can really help you expand and really drill in to the kind of people that you're wanting to get your ads back in front of. Yeah. And I think back to the remarketing list piece to just to kind of tie in what you said and what I said, uh, having those shorter duration lists. So maybe a seven day, three day, 15 day, you want to hit that list pretty hard. Cause again, they're going to buy in that window and you've only got a few days. So having that shorter duration list is great because you can increase the frequency. You can, you can bid a little higher, make sure, Hey, we're, we're getting several ad impressions to that audience. But then you also, you do want to target that longer duration audience, that 30 day, 180 day, 365 day audience. And just let them know what you're doing. Maybe don't pound them as much because they haven't shown maybe that they're, they're as interested, but still let them know. So Think about your remarketing campaigns. Get those in place right now so that as volume increases everywhere else, as volume increases, your remarketing lists are going to grow. You want to have your remarketing campaigns in place. You can capitalize on that. So let's, uh, let's transit. Well, actually, did you, have a, did you have a thought there, Chris? I just, I think one final thing, you know, because this is true for all of your campaigns, but we can't really emphasize this enough that, you know, you, this is really something you want to put on your calendar for June of 2019, mm -hmm. but it's, it's not too late to take a look at this. Make sure you're looking at your product reviews, especially on your top products, 
even if it's something fairly new, maybe it's something you're excited about for the holidays. Well, you're going to really need to knuckle down and work on getting some product reviews on those. Or if they're not doing as well as you think, you need to really figure out what you've got going on with that product quickly. Because why would you be ramping up spend, doing all these changes with your remarketing list and your email and all the other things we're going to talk about if your reviews that are happening aren't aren't that great? So your your sizzle could turn into a fizzle and we really, really don't want that to happen for you. Absolutely. So let, let's transition and let's talk about YouTube for a little bit. So, so as a lot of people know, we're doing a lot more with YouTube uh, as, I'm, as I'm invited to speak at different e-commerce events and other events uh, right now, I'm mainly talking YouTube and YouTube for e-commerce specifically. So what can you do to get your YouTube campaigns ready for the holidays? A couple of important things to keep in mind. Uh, there's a study done recently, a couple of years ago by Google that showed that one out of four shoppers, online shoppers, says that video is one of their go-to gift ideas. So I'm looking to buy a gift for my niece or nephew. I'm looking to buy a gift for my 10-year-old daughter. I'm maybe going to be start searching on YouTube and start looking at videos for some gift ideas. And so video is extremely important. I saw another stat that like 38% of uh, YouTube users on smartphones watch videos by brands because they're looking for product ideas and gift ideas or looking to buy something. And so looking at your, your YouTube campaigns around the holidays, uh, this is where I, I, would, I would utilize a keyword campaign on YouTube where you're, where you're focusing on gift-related keywords. And so thinking about all the gift-related keywords that, you, that, you, you could, that, that fit for you. So a couple of years ago, we were helping a client that sold educational gifts. So we, we built out campaigns, educational gifts for 10-year-olds, educational gifts for middle schoolers, educational gifts for you know, five-year-olds, things like that, all, all kinds of stuff. Um, and then we had ads that, that showed age-appropriate gifts. And then we sent them to landing pages that had age-appropriate gifts. And it, and it just did phenomenally, phenomenally well. People are searching for things like that on YouTube this time of year. So get you a keyword campaign that's focused on, on gift ideas for YouTube uh, and, and utilize that. Uh, also keep in mind that some, some of the more advanced targeting now on, on YouTube where you can do things like in-market audiences, so people that are in, in market for skincare in the market for athletic apparel or in the market for whatever uh, luxury autos or auto parts, you know, those, those lists are being updated all the time and those lists are going to grow. And so getting your in-market campaigns up and running on YouTube, now's the time to do that. So you can really capitalize on that around the holidays. And then one of our absolute favorite campaign types, and and I'm I'm still super involved in, in our clients, YouTube campaigns and work on some of the optimizations and stuff, even though we've got a, a team that also uh, does that, you know, our, our custom intent audiences are some of the best. And so what that is for those that don't know is that's where you can take someone's Google search behavior. So the keywords or the search terms they type in on Google, you can build an audience of people based on what they type in on Google and then target them on, on YouTube. So I don't know about you, Chris, I don't know how you use YouTube for me. If I'm on YouTube, a lot of times I'm looking at a how-to video. I'm watching music videos, that type of thing. I, I, I personally don't look at a lot of product reviews, although I do... I, okay, I'll, I'll confess. If, if the new iPhone's about to come out or the new uh, Pixel phone or something's about to come out, I'm usually nerding out about that because I like tech. So I will watch those product videos. For the most part, I'm watching music videos and stuff like that. Google's a different story though. I'm researching products like crazy on Google 
And so someone could use a custom intent audience based on my Google search behavior, my Google search history, and then target me on YouTube and be very successful with that. Mm-hmm. So, you know, one thing I was thinking about this on YouTube and, I, and Brett, I haven't run this by you. So I, I really, you know, you, you're you do a great me. job. You're totally, you're totally scaring me right now. Uh, I know you, you do a great job of just squashing me if it's like way out there in left field. So I, I, I seems to take pleasure in that, but hey, go ahead. I'll, I'll be I, ready to bat this. I know you do. So I'm setting you up for this. <laughs> so you've had her, I believe you had her on the podcast before Molly Pittman. Yeah. Molly's a friend. Uh, Molly's awesome. So I was thinking about this the other day that she gave this great presentation at Ezra's Blue Ribbon Mastermind little plug-in for that in Denver a couple of months ago. And she was talking about how she went way into depth for this, uh, preparing for this Facebook campaign. And actually the amount of like written out sheets of paper, not in a computer, you think Molly Pitt, you know, digital genius, Facebook genius, but the amount of stuff that she actually put on paper mm-hmm. to prepare for this campaign made me think about YouTube because on YouTube, you know, you've got topics, you've got placements, you've got keywords, you've got demographics, you've got the layering of the different audiences that you talked about. And I think in general for your campaigns, it would be a good exercise to start thinking about your targeting there and just kind of going through that thought process, like take placements, for example, which are places that you can put your YouTube ads alongside those those channels or other related video content. And if you go actually into YouTube and if you've made your list on your consumer behavior and what they enjoy to do and what maybe what you found from the audience insights when you've gone into Google Analytics and put all of those things in there, you can start to build some of those even placement lists that you might be able to test out and you, you might find some some really nice winners in there. But again, you've, you've got to go through the process. A lot of you may use an agency, but it's, it's always helpful for us when our customers come and they're prepared and they, they say, this is my consumer and this is what they enjoy doing. And these are the places where they, they spend their time. So I just want to make sure I get this right. So your, your tip is use paper and ink. Was that, was that the tip? I know it's, it's just so simple. I, I know many people's minds are blowing in you their cars heard, and you heard, you heard here first on the road. Please yeah, stay yeah. on the road. Yeah. You for YouTube success, the key is paper and ink and you will think better. Uh, but I, but I do agree. Preparation. Preparation is the tip. Yes. Preparation is the tip. Thinking about, thinking about those placements and audiences and, and, and this is so valuable. So we're an agency and, but it's always useful, like Chris said, when someone comes to us and says, hey, you know, we targeted this audience on Facebook and we target something like that on, on YouTube. Or this is what our customers really into. These are the sites they visit and things like that. Or these are the, the channels they watch on YouTube. Then we can target that. And, and so you can do that too. And yes, sometimes it does. And I, and I was obviously being facetious, but it may help you just sit down with a legal pad, map out, okay, these are the placements. These are the, the channels my audience watches. These are the, and of course, some of the other things, demographics and whatnot, the keywords are typing in on Google and just map that out and, and be ready. Uh, I think you want to think about, I think you want to think about your creative for YouTube. So your actual video, think about the video in terms of holiday. So uh, is this, am I presenting this in a way like, hey, this product is great as a gift for so-and-so and we'll even gift wrap it for you and do something special with the packaging or whatever. So making a holiday focused video would be great. The other thing, and this doesn't just apply to YouTube, it applies to your site as well. We've seen a lot of success. We had, we had an outdoor outdoor gear client 
several years ago that that built a holiday gift guide. So a holiday buying guide for your for the outdoors outdoorsy person in your life. And so it was a page that kind of outlined, okay, if, if they're into camping, like here's the coolest gear. If they're into uh, hiking or hunting or fishing, this is the top gear that you need to look at, top gear for 2018. And so that, Chris Brewer, would be awesome written content or amazing video content as well. And then on the video side, that's, that's content you could try to get to rank organically, but also, and then, you know, we're getting so close to the holidays, you want to run some paid traffic to that thing as well to really get some visibility. But I well, think... And, the, and, the and right, you know, I mean, I think the, the, one of the biggest gifts that you can give to yourself this holiday season is actually start thinking about coming up with more than just one winning video. I'm just so surprised how many people I talk to that they might use a lot of different videos on Facebook, but they've never gone and loaded those up onto a YouTube channel. <laughs> they they just left those completely off um, or they just don't really know where to start for YouTube, but yet they've had great video success on other channels. So really, again, start mapping out the different types of videos. And it, it's really, you can match everything up with things that are already on your promotion calendar. And when you need a new video idea, just think about the last promotional email that you sent out. How could you create a video around that? promotional email. It's, it's really not as hard as a lot of people think. And the, there's a lot of resources where you can go and get that kind of compelling content produced very affordably. And you can, you can just do it with, with your own phone as well. And a lot of times those are some of the most successful ones. Absolutely. So let, let's transition in, in sake of time to talking about Amazon and then your Amazon ad strategy around the holidays. Now, hopefully you're able to do things like lightning deals, uh, or if not, you're just going to be doing promotions and really getting aggressive with your Amazon strategy. But you know, another thing to keep in mind, just like on, on Google, CPCs are going to go up on Amazon. We don't necessarily recommend that you just blindly raise all your CPCs because that could lead to some waste, but, but just know you will likely have to raise those CPCs to be competitive uh, around holiday shopping. And so one of the things we do, and this actually applies to really any channel, so Facebook, YouTube, Google, Amazon ads, whatever, you know, we're at a minimum logging in daily uh, during the, the peak of holiday shopping. But for a lot of clients, and then what you should probably do is, you know, more like four or five times a day, you're logging in, looking at your performance, tweaking bids, making sure you're not running out of budget. That would just be the worst thing ever. If, if you got a campaign that's, doing phenomenally well, super low A costs on Amazon or great return on ad spend on, on Google ads. And you realize after three or four days, oh, we're hitting budget caps. We're, we're running out of budget at noon every day and we're missing all that other opportunity. So, so log in regularly, check your budgets and your bids. And, and so really it's one of those things where if you, if you look at Amazon ads, a lot of it is going back to the basics and, and looking at doing a lot of that right. This also, you may be tempted to kind of experiment with new things on Amazon, but but Chris, you you may have a bit of a, a cautionary tale. Uh, when it comes and to I think this new. applies to everything. This example is really more specific to Amazon. But a lot of times as entrepreneurs, we, we hear an idea on a podcast like this one, or we, maybe it's something a little more edgy, but you've heard in an Amazon group that this is really helping people get reviews quickly and it's and Amazon's not going to catch it. So just a recent example, like 
maybe hold off the experiments here over the next couple of months so that you don't do anything that gets things taken away. You don't have your Amazon store taken down. You don't lose the ability to get product reviews. So I was asked to help a certain individual friend of mine with a review on Amazon. And that's about as much as I'm going to say on that. But let's just say that it was a bit edgy in this experiment to get a review. And when I went to do the review for this individual, I got an alert saying that there is essentially Amazon saying there's shady review activity and this user has lost the ability to get reviews. And I sent this individual that screenshot and his reply was, I hate Amazon. Well, (laughs) I, I understand that, but you also did something that was very experimental here in, in October and, you know, hopefully he gets that, that right back. But those are the kind of things we, we want to avoid. And so just try to stay with the reliable information that you hear of here, because just like Brett, a legal pad will not hurt you with Amazon. I assure you. <laughs> I think, I think you're probably right. Yeah. So it's not that you can't test anything new. Say you want to do sponsor or say you want to do headline search ads. You've never done that before. Great. Yeah. Test it. You, you want to do product display ads. Great. Test it. Do stuff like that where you can turn it on or off pretty quickly if it doesn't, if it doesn't work. Don't do some of the riskier things. Yeah, they, they, this is not the time to uh, roll the dice and, and hope you don't get in trouble with something that's, that's a little edgy, like, like Chris said. So let's transition and let's talk email marketing now. Just, just full transparency. We are not an email marketing company. So we, we cannot help with your email marketing strategy. We don't do this on a day-to-day basis, but we're marketers. Like Chris and I have been students of marketing since forever. Chris, since we looked at the 70s or something. Uh, just kidding. That was an old joke, a really bad old joke. Uh, but we've, we've been doing, you know, all types of marketing for a long time. But email marketing, now's the time, or actually hopefully before now, segmenting your list, segmenting your list by category, by specific product even, by the types of interest that your, uh, that your list, uh, that your customers have. And then one thing to think about, every time you run a promotion, I would, I would encourage you to do at least three email drops per promotion and, and, and sometimes more. So what you're looking at is kind of a, the initial email, this is the announce email. So here's the, the I'm announcing the sale. The second email is kind of the reminder. Hey, don't forget, you got this awesome deal going on now. The window's closing. And then kind of the, the third email is final notice. You know, that this, this expires going, or this, this deal's going away. It's about to expire. You've almost missed it. That type of thing. Maybe more than three emails, but I would say at least if you're doing a promotion, do three emails. I think a lot of people uh, make the mistake of being like, well, I don't want to damage my email list. I'll just send one email for a promotion. You're going to get so much more if you email multiple times. Uh, what, what, what are your thoughts on that, Chris? Oh, I, I think, yeah, you, you can remember back in the days when we were doing some affiliate stuff and, and I, I was always amazed how many emails were sent out during those kind of affiliate promotions. And, and in some ways, you can kind of train your subscribers to wait to the last day. So I want to caution you on that too, around the holidays, there is a study by Smart Insights some time ago that when when a consumer sees an interesting email in their inbox, about half of consumers won't open it, but kind of save it for later. So don't be shy on your subject lines to let people know what the exact benefit is and, and how long they have to act. So 
if you want to say, you know, free shipping, you know, only two days or free shipping deadline, you know, act now, those type of things. If you can get those in the subject lines, whereas maybe other times here you may not, you're going to have the potential of getting that person to open that email immediately and act rather than them opening the emails later after the promotion has ended. And so, so just to clarify what you mean by those numbers, because obviously, you know, nobody's getting a 50% open rate anyway. So it's, it's yeah. not just that 50% don't open, it's that there's up to 50% that don't open with the intention of, of potentially opening it later. Is that is right? That they're not deleting it. They're just noticing it and like, Hey, I want to, I remember I wanted to order something from that store, but I'm too busy right now. I'll come back to it later. Got it. Got it. Cool. I know you've got some, some promo ideas, so some email promotion ideas and, and often keeping it simple is the best advice, but, but, but to run through those, what are some of your, your campaign ideas? Yeah, these, these aren't rocket science, but e- even if there's one of these that maybe you haven't utilized before, you might want to try that. So these are, are seven simple email promo ideas. The first one, I guarantee you probably all of us have done free shipping that promo and around the holidays specifically daily deals or flash sales would be number two. A new product launch. And you kind of like tying into that, you could do like the, you know, the, the top, our top 10 holiday products or something like that. And, and it's, a, it's a deal of the day for 10 days or something. Yeah. Yeah. And, and uh, maybe you can create some excitement about a, a new product or new gift idea, that type of, of thing, something that no one else has seen before that, but you're going to have an opportunity to get that here with us. Deals on hot products. So people will shop and they're looking on different sites or they're looking for coupon codes. If, if you're selling things that's similar that other uh, merchants may, may sell, give them a deal on a hot product. Uh, order by deal. So uh, order based on this type of deal or this type of structure. Uh, Black Friday, Cyber Monday, those, you can't miss those. And then last minute rush shipping, which I thought was interesting. So, um, the people that, like me, who wait to the last minute, we're not even thinking about free shipping. If I've got to have it there by December 23rd, I may be willing to pay a little extra to get that rush shipping, but you can offer some kind of, of extra or discount on the, the rush shipping. Yeah, sometimes just that reminder that, hey, you know, December 20th, 17th, whatever it is for you, that's the last day to guarantee delivery prior to Christmas, you know. And so, yeah, so just pushing, hey, you got two days, you know, to get guaranteed delivery. So, so you know, you got to be mindful of that. And yeah, again, that's going to be kind of as you approach that, that final day to ship, you have three or four emails talking about that. It's almost the last day to ship. Take advantage now. Right. Order by December 15, order by November 30, those, those kinds of things. Cool. Uh, yeah. So that's all super good. Uh, a couple of just, you know, kind of general tips that, that I would suggest is, you know, you, you do have to just stay on top of everything, right? Every, every, every day of holiday shopping is like a week the rest of the year. So, you know, every hour is like whatever, you know, a day. Um, so, so, Staying on top of things, our recommendation is to have a daily sync with your team. You know, the, the people that you have on your staff that are running campaigns and managing things have a daily sync. Uh, review numbers, talk about what's working, what's not working, make adjustments. This can be like a, just a few minute meeting, but 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 consider that. Uh, have certain people owning different elements um, and, and make them responsible for those elements. Um, but you know, guys, this is the time you, you got to be, you got to be ready. You got to stay on top of it um, and, and you got to make it. 
additional thoughts on on that, Chris, in terms of of how to stay on top of of everything around the holidays? Well, I mean, you know, if you're not already organized in your business from your front end sales to back end order fulfillment, you're if you haven't got that figured out by now, you're probably going to struggle. But if you've if you've managed to get by, this would be a good time to truly get organized and create a plan and make sure you're staying in on the plan. And, and a good way to do that too is look at past holiday seasons. Think about the questions that you were asked by your buyers. Think about the chat messages that came through the site during that time. Maybe go back and actually look at the archives of those records. See what people are thinking about. Anticipate. Develop campaigns around those questions so that you can kind of in a sales kind of mindset answer the objection before it's even asked. So anticipate an influx of, of questions during the holiday season. And if this is your first holiday sales season, welcome, congratulations. But a good way to do that is just Google FAQs from competitors. So Google a little FAQ list that you might find from other competing websites and find the kinds of questions that they're getting frequently and see how you can relate that uh, to you. But it's, it's never too late to get an organized plan. Yeah, that's awesome. And I think it is, it is important to look at every aspect. We talked a lot about campaigns and traffic and promotions and things like that. But even thinking about customer service and, and FAQs and things that, that you need to stay on top of now, uh, because again, the volume of, of everything is just going to go up uh, right away. So awesome. Good stuff. Brewer, thanks for coming on, man. As always, you delivered really good stuff. Any, any parting thoughts, any parting words of wisdom? as we wrap up our discussion on, on holiday. I don't have any. I'm just, I'm looking forward to the next time I can be another esteemed guest. <laughs> That's all. You want to be another esteemed guest? Like you want to be someone else? You're going to yeah, be. I, I've someone. got a different personality. I can. <laughs> okay. Can, That's awesome. So uh, we're excited. Hey, this is, uh, this is like free commerce. It's like our Super Bowl, right? This is, this is, this is our time of year. So hope you crush it this holiday season. Thank you so much for tuning in. Uh, please let us know what you'd like to hear more of. Give us topic ideas or suggestions. We'd love to hear from you. Hop on over to Facebook and, and check out uh, our, our Facebook page there. You can connect with both Chris and I on Facebook. We'd love to get to know you. And so uh, also we'd love that review on iTunes. That helps other people find the show as well. So if you're so inclined, please do that. And uh, with that, until next time, thank you for listening. At OMG Commerce, we accelerate growth for some of the most loved brands in e-commerce, like Boom, Native, True Earth, Overtone, and dozens more. If your Google and YouTube ad performance isn't where it should be, if you're struggling with Performance Max, or if you're not scaling like you'd like on Amazon, then we have two ways to help. One, we have amazing resources that are free for the taking, like our top YouTube ads guide with lots of examples, our PMAX checklist, or our Amazon DSP roadmap, plus many more. Or hit us up for a free strategy session. So go on over to omgcommerce.com and click on Let's Talk to request that free strategy session or click on Resources and Guides and pick the guide that's right for you. And now back to the show.